Hey guys, Dane here with the Darkroom Podcast. Today is March 26, 2020. We are in the midst of a essentially nationwide lockdown, at least in major cities and mostly all cities as of now. The creative community is just one of many communities that have been hit hard by the coronavirus lockdown and everybody currently is in isolation. So we wanted to come out with an episode that not only featured a conversation with one of our favorite creatives, but in this episode, we're going to chat with three of our favorite creatives. First up, we're going to hear from travel and adventure photographer, Chris Poplowski. You may know his work on Instagram at Chris Romes. We're going to hear from portrait photographer and YouTuber, Jessica Kobasi at Jessica Kobasi on Instagram. And lastly, we're going to chat with photographer, designer, creator, Garrett King. You may know his work at Shortstash on Instagram. We really wanted to bring more than one voice at this time, and we thought, what better way than to talk to some of our favorite creatives in the community? So thanks again, guys. Really appreciate you, and I'm going to jump right into it. We're going to start off with Chris Poplowski. We're going to jump into the conversation while Chris is letting me know what isolation looks like for him, what he's doing to stay busy, and how he is staying inspired as a creative. Welcome to the Dark Room Podcast, where you'll get to hear from the best full-time creators on the planet. From starting out to where they are now and everywhere in between. Welcome to the Dark Room. I feel like everyone's going through this right now and we're all handling it like really unique. And I think it's fun because we all can laugh at the memes or still communicate with technology nowadays. I feel like there's there's so many really neat things to take advantage of that um, myself personally, I, I feel like I've really focused on just my mental health for one, um, resting, resetting. You know, th- this last three years of creating on the road is, as, as much as I have, it's been demanding. And, um, you know, sometimes I get ahead of myself and I wear myself down and I get really tired and you know, I, I never really take my mental health as serious as I should. And I feel like this is just, it's this perfect opportunity for us to kind of rest and recover and reset and, you know, even revisit some old work. I've been editing a ton of my, of old trips that, um, you know, I loved and, and I forgot almost all about. Um, so I get that little walk down memory lane and I get to, to kind of revisit some old work. Um, staying physically active has been probably the biggest challenge, but also best part of this whole thing is, you know, I, I got a perfect push up in the mail the other day. <laughs> um, I've been going on runs a couple miles every day and, and kind of increasing my stamina. And, you know, this, this is all going to pass. Um, we, we don't know when, but, you know, maintaining that, that fit level and that mental health level are so key to, I think, survival, even in regular times. Um, that when we get back to being able to hike and being able to do things that demand that stamina from us, it's, it's important to keep yourself up to date. So, um, you know, those, those two things more than anything is, is kind of how I'm approaching, you know, life right now. And then filling my time with like housework and, um, you know, I'm at my grandma's right now, so I get to help her around the house and rebuild a few things. And, um, like I said, yeah, just, just editing and, and redefining those skills of, of, of photography in general and communicating with everyone, friends, family, clients, you yeah. name it. I feel like when you're, when life is normal, it's easy to stay disciplined because 
you know, you have, you have things to do, you have places to go shoot, you have clients to get back to, you have emails to get back to, you have, you know, clients to pitch, whatever it may be. How Mm -hmm. do you, how, how are you staying disciplined in this time to, you know, continue with, uh, sharpening like your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health, kind of everything. Like, how are you handling staying disciplined right now? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I still have quite a bit to do. Um, the first few days, if I'm being totally honest, I was just lazy as can be. I just <laughs> wanted to lay down and sleep and, yeah. and kind of catch up on some hours. Um, but now that things are settling and we there's so much uncertainty around this, um, you know, I've been. I've been just focusing on all the things that we're still left to do. Um, fortunately, I, you know, one of my business models that I, I hold so dearly to is is having retainer clients. So I still have a few clients that I'm doing my best to to create around the house. Um, it sounds silly, but you know, one of them is a is an automotive brand. So I get to actually work in my Jeep in my driveway and kind of get some of those photos done. Um, and it's simple stuff, you know, that that's just stuff I situated myself a long time ago with. Um, staying disciplined with it is 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 hard because you want to get lazy, but you know, holding yourself accountable, making sure that you're filling your time with things. I, I know on Instagram day and the other day you shared a um, a quick insight into your schedule and in a routine you've been abiding by. And I, I laughed because you're walking your dog three times a day, but <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like I do the same with my dog too right now. And, and they've been waiting for that their whole lives for us to be able to walk them more. So, yeah. you know, being efficient with the things around us and that, and that goes so different for everybody. Like, you know, if you're at home, you get to spend time with family. And if you're traveling throughout the year, you don't get that time that often. So enjoy it, you know, take advantage. Like, I don't get to talk to my dad a lot. He lives in Hawaii, so I've been talking to him a lot more. Um, you know, just just holding myself accountable to things that still need to be worked on. That even when you're so busy in in regular times, you you tend to overlook. So, um, you know, I, I I'd like to think that I'm still working on that every day, even when things are going normal. When it comes to you reaching out to your you know current retainer clients or, or whoever that is. Um, you know, how, how did you approach that? Was it you that was reaching out? Was it them reaching out to you? And also, how do you feel about people reaching out to new clients for work that they've never worked with? Uh, I just yeah. kind of want to get your perspective on, you know, how you handle current clients and how you would handle reaching out to new clients right now. Yeah, I think I'll approach that based on where we're at right now with like the current situation of the world. And then, yeah. you know, if you want some follow-up stuff, I can continue diving into it. Right. Um, luckily last January, so about a year, um, little over a year now, I started a creative agency with just with six really incredible creatives that are like myself. Um, and we wanted to offer more like package deals to clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and that started really slow. You know, we just do like some influencer stuff here and there, some photo packages and video packages here and there. And then, um, over the last year, we've been really lucky where these retainer clients that I that I mentioned are are actually approaching us, um, and I, you know I'm, I can say them right now. Rockform is a, is the automotive brand I mentioned. It's a cell phone case company, but they're pretty much focused all on cars, mm-hmm. and motorcycles, and this and that. And then another one is Liquid IV, which is you know so important for at least my health right now yeah. um, to stay hydrated. Um, and we get to create with them you know, all the time. So we've been working with them with all these 
you know, changing events and staying up to date with them and, you know, how can we still create and be efficient and, and still spread a message of their companies? Because I think right now, as I've been talking with my retainer clients most most specifically or clients that I work with on a month-to-month basis that that are just, you know, consistent work for me, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of uncertainty right now. I think everyone's kind of in the same boat where it's like they don't know what's going to happen. They don't know what what's going to happen to their businesses, you know, like cash flow in general is just is changing. People aren't buying things that they want. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're focusing on necessities. So, you know, I think everyone's kind of just waiting right now. Yeah. Um, so for me, you know, the first few days I was actually like in this mode of desperation where I was like, I got to reach out to everybody. I got to send emails. I got to touch base. I got to see if there's anything I can do to to alleviate my financial concerns. And then I started realizing that this obviously is affecting everybody. Um, so I've kind of shifted my approach now, um, which I think is very, it's just a good piece of advice I could offer to anyone trying to get clients or pick back up work right away is you can one, start making a list, um, of prospective clients that, you know, you find on Instagram, you find online, whatever it may be, any, anyone that has marketing needs, you can essentially start making a list, um, spreadsheet, whatever you want to do, and then get that information ready. So when the time is right and this all starts clearing up and we can all start getting back to normal lives, you can actually just bang, bang, bang a bunch of emails out. And sure enough, you're, you're spreading yourself wide. You're casting a really big net. Um, that way work comes back to, to, to you as a freelancer or creative in general that much faster. Um, and then two, after you make that list, you could even start drafting emails. Um, it, it's, you know, you might be getting ahead of yourself, but if, as long as you maintain a good language and you're not getting too, like, too focused on like what's happening right now and mentioning the coronavirus and this and that, you just focus on like what things are going to eventually get back to you. You'll be ready to kind of, to start working forward. Not, not so much the stagnant state we're currently in. Yeah, man, I couldn't agree more with with finding brands that you would like to work with that align with, you know, how you are as a creative. It just just companies, even if they're like gigantic companies that you would dream of working with, like put them on the list, put them at the top. And yeah, you're right. Like you have all the time in the world world right now to make pitch decks, to draft emails, to get ready to go. So it's almost like you're in the bat cave and you're hanging out right now and you can do all of these things to, you know, sharpen everything about you know, your branding, your, your skill set, all of that and, and craft it in a really good package. And, and when everything, you know, opens up, when these floodgates open, if you're first on the line, if you're first in front of them, like you have a really good opportunity for them to be like, look, like we really need content. Let's see what we can do right now. And you pop up, you know, one of the first people kind of reaching out and saying, Hey, this is what, you know, I can offer you. This is what I can give to you guys. And I think this could be a really good collaboration. Like they're going to reach out a lot of times more so than not, at least to just inquire like more about you and and your rates or or whatever it may be. So I totally agree with that. Yeah. And, and, you know, even to kind of like create some more foundation of that, I tell everybody that in this, in this industry, if you're a creative, you're a freelancer, you're going to get a lot of no's. It's, it's just natural to the industry and you can't be discouraged by it. So when you do reach back out, you know, as much as you're going to get no's from people who are still kind of getting out of this whole thing, 
you're going to get yeses. And that's the whole point of reaching out to extra people, to more people, to putting your name out there because you really want to be first in line. You really want to be the first person that, that gets that opportunity because who knows where we're going to end up financially. Everyone's different. You know, it's, it's, you got to prepare. Yeah. You got to prepare for the future. Yeah, man. I love it. Where do you see the relationship between creator and brand in, you know, the next year or just after, after the dust settles, like how do you see these relationships changing, staying the same? Like, you know, how you feel about where this may go after, after all is said and done. There's a lot of ways that that can unfold because everything is so uncertain right now and we don't know the, the lasting effects of, on our economy. Um, you know, it's, it's really tricky because the old, old word says that marketing goes first when, you know, things are cut down. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that it's going to be a challenge. Um, but what's, what's a job, what's a, what's a, what's a career, what's a passion without a challenge, you know? So, um, I, I feel like, in in a lot of ways, and, and this might sound a bit grounded, but um, that we were getting to a point where our market in general was getting really saturated as photographers, as Instagrammers, as influencers, and you know it's it was it was moving at such a fast pace that a lot of people that dream of doing this were just trying it out and getting involved and and starting to take up work, and I think a lot of businesses were starting to cut down their prices and, and almost disrespecting some of the creatives that do this for a living. Like, you know, give me five free photos and then we can work together kind right. of thing. Yeah. Um, and quite honestly, our industry isn't going to tolerate that after this. I, I, I don't think that creatives are going to be or should be interested in doing free work anymore because not only are businesses trying to get back on their feet, but so are the creatives. Um, so, in, in a way that I, I do think is balanced and I do think is healthy to, to photography and to, to people in this market, things are going to reset naturally. Um, and I think the hungry, the people who really want this, the people who are willing to work harder than, than anyone else are really going to be the ones to thrive. Um, and, and going back to businesses and how that relates as, as a, as a relationship basis, I, I don't think I would have ever gotten work in this industry had I not been hungry, had I not been willing to go the extra mile and work that much harder and build my relationships with my clients that much better. Um, and I, I truly feel that's what's kind of situated me in, in such a unique position in this whole thing, um, that I have good relationships even when I walk out of this yeah. with people that are experiencing the effects all over the spectrum. So, um, you know, I, I do think that everything's going to be okay. I, I hear that there's a lot of fear and anxiety and stresses and a lot of panic going on right now. And it's, it's really neat to try to step back and be the positive one in those conversations because I, I do think everything, and I, and I don't mean just creatives and freelancers, but I do think life will return to normal. Um, it, it just needs a reset and we all need to recover a little bit. We, you know, we need to stop spending as much as we do right now, just just because it's it's nice for me to to realize like wow I don't have all these travel expenses and I'm I'm actually not spending as much as I thought I would be it's it's just a moment in time to again re- rest reset recover um, focus on your mental health your physical health and I and I do think that companies eventually 
they're not all going to shut down. They're not all going to go bankrupt. There's going to be plenty of work to go around. Um, even if marketing is the first budget to be cut, that doesn't mean there's one company in the world that's available. There's, there's what, like a million companies that you can reach out to. So if you give that list a shot and you start making note of who you want to reach out to, again, you're going to get no's but you're going to get yeses. And the ones that are hungry are are absolutely going to be able to make probably even longer lasting relationships with some of these clients because we're all coming out of a very like like tough place. So it's it's that much better for us to all work that much harder together. Yeah, that's great, man. I know that you are a fellow stock investor and I love to see the stuff <laughs> that you put out there. I you know took a little bit of your tips recently and got into some stocks that you are as well. And, uh, you know, like I look at it as obviously like we don't have a 401k, we don't have a retirement plan. So, you know, this is, this is my retirement plan. So I want to start investing now. I've been investing for about five years and like, this is what I do to hopefully secure the future that, you know, I'd like to live, uh, and just be, be safe when it comes to money. I'm not a financial advisor. I don't know if you're a certified financial advisor, so I'm just going (laughs) to put it out there that like, this is all you know, opinion-based, but I would love to get your opinion on the market right now and like really what you're doing to set yourself up for future success in the market. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I feel like I'm constantly learning, which is really what stocks are all about is you got to start reading. You got to start following companies that you believe in, that you think that their, their, their long-term plans are really going to play out. Um, especially they're going to endure this time. Um, and, one thing for me is like, well, what do we all do? That's, that's, that's a common thing. We travel, right? Yeah. And one of the biggest markets getting hit right now is travel. So if, if you are, you know, confidently setting your, your eggs in a basket where you think that traveling is going to return back to normal. And for me, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not certified by any means. I do think travel is going to come back. I think it's a, it's a luxury. It's a, it's a leisurely thing that people do. It's a, it's a business thing that people do. It's a, it's a fun thing people do. It's, it's too much a part of our lives to just forget about. Um, and I think some companies are going to be struggling for a bit, but when you invest in stocks, you don't look at tomorrow. You don't look at next week unless you're day trading. And that's only if you got 25 grand in your pocket, usually, (laughs) um, you know, and, and I encourage anyone with 10 bucks, 100 bucks, 500 bucks, there's a very good chance that if you pick the right company right now, you're going to double your money. Um, and that's in the long term. You, you play long and you invest in yourself. You're not, you got to think about not investing for a paycheck. You're investing for your retirement. Um, and, I, you know, I'm kind of torn. I've been, I know you're kind of already ahead of me in this, but like Airbnbs, that's that's always been a thought of mine where it's a, a long, long play, good investment. Um, well, this isn't a bad time because, yeah, the housing market might take a big hit. It, I mean, it already has, yeah. And, and I know like firsthand what some real estate companies are doing because nobody's buying and a lot of jobs are in jeopardy. And, you know, it's it, it could have a lot of opportunities to buy there as well after this. And I'm kind of like right in the middle where Meg and I were thinking about buying a house soon and, and investing in some Airbnb stuff. And now that the the stock market's where it is, I'm like, dang, well, you know, maybe we kind of hold back on those plans and yeah. we start figuring out what stocks we want to be long with. Right. We might set ourselves up for bigger, better buys, you know, just a couple of years down the road. Um, 
So I, I, I do think that the stock market still has some things to work out. Um, I think there's little niches within it, like everyone knows oil, right? Is There's a huge <laughs> global battle right now happening between Saudi and, and Russia with oil prices. And I mean, I put it this way is, is when this leaves, are people going to start commuting to work again? Are people going to start going on road trips and, right. and driving across America and, and, and just driving in general around town doing errands? I can't speak behind my research because I haven't done enough of it yet on oil, but that's a market I'm looking closely at. I'm looking indefinitely at travel. There's, it's wide open. I mean, outside of this morning and a little bit Friday, things were down 70 to 80% in most Jeez. travel markets. Yeah. There's a lot of uncertainty. So, you know, before you make a jump, make sure you research individual companies' cash flow, how they're handling their money. Um, you know, be careful because some might go bankrupt, unfortunately. Um, put in a, a, a comfortable amount. Don't Don't put in, you know, all your savings, you know? Exactly. You know, like for example, like Royal Caribbean, I've been eyeballing that because it's down almost a hundred bucks down to like 30 something. But um, even with this loan they took out, even with some of the, the cash that they're getting from banks that are buying up part of that loan, you know, if they don't get back moving by April and it's going to be hit for a while, it, it could jeopardize the entire business model. So you got to be you got to be careful when you're playing with a bunch of millionaires that are on the stock market too. Yeah. Um, so do your research, you know, make sure you think a little bit differently when you're, when you're using your money. Um, I don't think you're missing a buying window. I think the one thing I try to tell at least people that are just getting involved, not, you probably know this cause you've been in it five years, make sure that you know what you're doing in the company you're looking at. And I don't mean like, know what you're doing. Like this is going to grow. Right. I mean, you know, the details, you know, the facts, you know, everything that this company, you know, has going for them. Because when you put your money down, there's a good chance you lose it. And there's a good chance you got to, you got to endure that for a little bit. You right. got to stomach it. Yeah. Um, but you're not in it for that. You're in it for the long term. So, you know, there's a window right now. It's probably not at the bottom, but you know, it's a chance to buy in and, and make money in 10 years, no matter what. Thanks again, Chris, for coming on. You can see Chris's work at Chris Romes on Instagram. So now let's jump into a conversation with Jessica Kobesi, who was just recently on the Darkroom Podcast. Jessica is a photographer out of Detroit, Michigan. You can see her work at Jessica Kobesi on Instagram. You can see her on YouTube. We're going to jump into the conversation as Jessica talks about ways that she is not only preparing for the future, but ways that she is spending her isolation and what she's doing to continue to sharpen her tools. One of my friends was telling me, we usually as photographers self-isolate to, to do our editing and to, to do our photography work, like the post-processing part of it. Yeah. But that's voluntary. And when we're asked to stay inside and we kind of don't have a choice, it's so. So we just don't like it. You know what I, I mean? Know, yeah. Kind of like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now I have a list of things I have to edit and I haven't gotten to any of them. I think just because so much has been going on, I just, uh, the last thing I can think about is like editing, like pictures nonstop. I just, there's so much going on and I, I guess I've just been taking a break from my workflow and, you know, keeping myself updated and seeing what's happening with my travel plans. Cause I've had to cancel like 
two or three trips because of the situation. So it's been tough, but I'm I'm staying busy. You know, Animal Crossing just came out, so you know I've been on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, because one of your, you know, like what you do is you shoot with people. Like you shoot in this yeah. in this style where it, it like it causes you to be involved with people, like right there, right in front of them. So you know your your work gets hit very hard. Like what are you gonna do right now when it comes to setting yourself up to protect yourself for the next few months, or at least prepare for however long that this may be? Right now, I'm taking this time to catch up on my editing because I do have a lot of photo shoots to actually go through because I. I was in Los Angeles and I was in New York and I have like 10 or 11 photo shoots to go through. So I feel like I'm, I'll have a lot of time to, to really work on those, sit and work on those. And on top of that, I have my videos that I need to work on. But I understand that, you know, a, a lot of us are, are, you know, full-time working photographers. We shoot weddings, we shoot engagements and all that stuff. And we have to actually physically be out to do that. So I understand that there's like a whole other part to that. What I would say to those people is focus on editing. You know how it is. Like we have so much work to do all the time. Mm -hmm. There's probably pictures we have to edit. There's probably pictures to go through. So just take this time to kind of stay organized and uh, edit. Another big thing is like learning new things, you know, like tutorials. This is like the prime time. You're kind of forced to do that at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's so many creatives right now too that, you know, maybe they were in a position where they had a nine to five before all this, or they had a job that they didn't necessarily love, or they were in a career path that they weren't stoked on. And they're like, man, but if only like I, you know, could shoot or do video or make a YouTube or like that is my true passion. So now they're at home and they have all this time. Like, isn't this the best time ever for them to finally start doing what they really want to do? At least to like start cooking up all the stuff in the kitchen to prepare themselves for it. You know, I feel like a lot of creatives might just jump out of the woodwork after this that have been like kind of marinating on these ideas and then boom, just starting to put things out, you know, currently. And then once this is all over, like maybe they're already kind of a face in the you know, in the, in the path that they want to go on. Oh, for sure. And I like exactly what you said. This is like the best time to do it too. And sometimes, how do I say this? Like, for instance, when I was working at my job as a graphic designer, I was thinking about going into photography, but I was too scared to take the jump and like quit my job and do photography full time. So I kind of just like stayed with that job because I was paying my bills and I was just too scared to commit to photography full time until I got laid off of my job. Um, and then I kind of had no choice but to do photography. So it's kind of like that situation where it's not something that you ever expected. It's a circumstance that you're placed in and you just have to make the best of it. And now is like the time for you to shine, to, to do everything that you've been wanting to do. Like this is the time, you know? Yeah, I love it. What I think is that you know, once this is over, there's going to be a really big opportunity to get work because there's going to be a lot of brands that, you know, finally have the resources to hire you <laughs> yeah. and, and just, you know, it's going to be a really good time for creatives. And going back on what you're saying, like using this time to edit and to, to sharpen your skills, like it, there's no better time to do it than now because once, you know, the floodgates open, you're first in line. And if brands see you and, and they want to work with you, this is a great opportunity to get work, you know, really soon. Brands are really going to appreciate us after this. You know, they're going to be like, we've been having to recycle the same photo. Yeah. They probably, they're probably out here posting pictures from like 2014 right now. Who, we don't even know at this point. But 
there, I, I feel like there will be a newfound appreciation. And, you know, look at how we're now switching gears and, and like, we're really appreciating and understanding the value of like the working class and like nurses and all of that. And, and, you know, cashiers and people who stock grocery stores, like look at the appreciation for that now people who, who do those types of jobs. And I think that's just incredible. It just shows you in this situation, just appreciating every type of job, every type of person and, and placing value where like it really is deserved because like my brother's a nurse um, and I'm like really, like really worried for him at this right now. So, yeah. it, you know, it's just placing value where you, we we knew that there was value but other people didn't know until something like this happened you know what I mean? right yeah oh yeah i haven't really been posting about the situation because I, i'm not a medical expert you know mm-hmm. even though i have two siblings who work in hospitals right now and are dealing with patients of this like i'm not you know an expert by any means but what i will say in terms of you know photography and our community I, I totally understand that people are struggling right now because they can't physically go out and shoot. Go back to your archives and see your old photos. Go through, edit them, learn a new retouching technique, learn new coloring and, and, and post-processing and keep yourself busy and you really use this time to your advantage and sharpen your skills, like you said, because there this is a, a perfect opportunity to do just that and really and and then you can come out of this with some new skills and then you're you, now you can use that for your next photo shoot whenever that may be so now we jump into a conversation with garrett king you can see his work at short stash on Instagram. Garrett is a photographer, designer, videographer, all-around creator, and I want to get right into this conversation. So I'm going to start it off as Garrett jumps into what his daily routine looks like and how he is getting through his days. With the situation at hand, I feel like it's been more of a day-by-day experience you know there's it's hard to kind of keep track of the days now that everything's kind of fumbling in there's not really any emails there's not really uh, any case of urgency with anything anymore but I think it's been the biggest challenge and um, routine has been big for me to just uh, challenge myself and stay with the routine uh, try to go to bed at a decent hour you know get up in the same times that I've been getting up you know I cook all three meals every day so staying at home has not been a hard deal for me i've just been on this diet for a while so um i've been cooking all meals so i'll get up and eat a pretty big breakfast and lunch and dinner and then like a snack before i go to bed so it's been nice to continue that groceries have been a little bit hard to come by especially for the first couple weeks but now i feel like i've gotten to a place where i'm good but um that's been a kind of a wild thing to experience i think another thing has been just making sure that when i am at home it's it's so hard to not get lethargic and want to just sleep right. and to uh, do nothing or watch movies or whatever it is. And those days are fine too. You know, it's good to just decompress and relax. And um, for a lot of other creatives out there, you know, all we've done is just go, 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 go. Right. And that was me last year. And um, this year has been completely different so far. I've been uh, at home working on a lot of projects, uh, commercial projects, both locally, you know, and things I can do around California and been here. So I've been a lot more present here, which I've wanted to do. I was tired of traveling from last year. It just got to be too much. I mean, I think I had like 
over like 56 flights or something last year. It was just insane and just just so bad. Uh, and so it was just it was just exhausting. And so you know, glad to be at home more. Um, this year, but also now it's been forced. So uh, I know my dog loves it. She's been really into it. Um, it is tough because, you know, we were going to the park every other day, but, uh, cause she's older, she can't go every day. Um, but now I don't know if that's going to get kind of cut off, but the main challenge is, has just been completely mental here at home, right? It's a, it's a matter of finding that time and space for yourself to concentrate whether it's catching up on editing, moving forward for other projects, um, scoping for the future, stuff like that. It's been a lot of, uh, you know, I completely redid my website and did all that stuff nice. like a month ago. Okay, cool. Uh, you beat the, you were ahead of the curve on this one. <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty funny. Like I had to take the time and was carving out time every single day and night to just like uh, update and rebrand myself and do all that stuff, um, you know, way before this hit and so now it's funny because like now i have all the time uh but it's already done so anyway got all that finished uh i think it's just been you know keeping up with certain projects and tasks you've wanted to do in the meantime another thing was this big workshop that i've been working on it's the uh base sets and i've been trying to figure out now it was originally going to launch at the end of the month now it's like when is that a good time you know for people right (laughs) 2021 yeah, it's one so year tough. from now. Yeah, it's yeah, tough, it's man. tough. It's like I, you know, some people are like, dude, now more than ever because I don't have anything to do, right? But as far you know, it's it's a really affordable price point, so it's not like a, it's not a gouge in your wallet. It's just it's finding you know a great time for the masses, not just for a tiny percentage of people who want to buy it. So. Right. That's just been kind of a, a weird gauge, and I think I'll just kind of play it by ear and see what the middle of April looks like and stuff like that. So for now, it's just been tweaking and post and making sure everything's perfect where I want it to be and then you know, let it ride. So those have just been kind of the main projects and focuses that have been my time right now, and then also working out at home and keeping my my fitness level um, on par with when you know I was at the gym. That's been a big struggle for me too because I, I love being at the gym and having that as my time and that's my release. So yeah, it's kind of now it's prison style workout. Yeah. yeah, now it's hard to incorporate that at home. Um, so just just you know all of its uh, bit of adjustments, but it is good to not take things for granted and see you know those small things make a difference uh, throughout the day and also you know your quiet time and you know, what you do with your time during the day, you know, okay, I've watched a movie or so, now I need to read more, now I need to focus on work. I think it's just having that due diligence to understand um, how to separate your time efficiently. Yeah, I'm all about having a schedule. And I just started the schedule. Like It's not like day one, I was like, oh, schedule, like, yeah, like, you know, I watched Tiger King on Netflix and like watched a few things here and there and just kind of chilled and did some personal edits. And like, luckily I had, you know, a good amount of client edits all of last week that that I was doing, which is great. But this week is sure. more like personal stuff, uh, website, things like that. Like I've been trying to redo my website for a while, just haven't come around to it. But, sure. you know, talking about that, because you did just do it, what, what are some things, because I feel like a lot of people right now are going to really try to tweak their website and just like, you know, kind of recraft it to how they feel their work is needing to be represented currently. Like what are some important things, uh, at least for you, when 
redoing your website? Like what, what are you trying to show people and what do you want people to like really get right away when they go on your site? So, I mean, throughout all of my work, um, you know, for me, it's just about consistent aesthetic, right? So when I rebranded short stash, it's like, okay, there's my logo, there's my two primary colors and I have a secondary color and maybe possibly a third, uh, color in there as part of just like my brand standard. But okay, how does that look like throughout your site? Is it copacetic? Is your aesthetic clean throughout the whole site? Um, all your fonts, um, the same for headings and subheads and, you know, heading three and heading two and heading one and having your body and all that stuff. Like, is that all aesthetic matching throughout your brand? And that's from, that's just for me. So it's like, okay, all that's set. My colors are all set. Now, as far as like uploading work, for me, it's okay. I have mine divided into like professional and then personal. Yeah. Um, and so professionally, I want it all to, you know, I'm, I just shoot so many different things. And so it needs to be all well rounded from, men and women's fashion lifestyle to outdoor stuff to, you know, automobile to, um, you know, philanthropy work to product work, you know, from just all over the board. Right. So that's, and that's what I wanted, you know, from alcohol brands to just tourism stuff. Yeah. I think that it was important for me to have that massive variety, but also make it look you know, all copacetic and it just looks consistent no matter where, what, when, how I'm doing something. It just needs to all flow together. And then on my personal side, uh, same thing as well. So it's just, it's finding that consistency in your work. And I think that goes beyond your website, right? That's something that you have to work on daily for everything to flow. And uh, then, you know, you have to step back and see on your site where things can be put, how they're placed, stuff like that. Um, You know, making sure... You know, there's not too much. You need to have like your best work on there. And then also for me, it's like, you know, I want my best work, but also if I, if I like it, uh, I'm going to put it on there. Right. You know, if there's some lifestyle moments I really love, I'm going to put them on there. I know that it's kind of a rule standard to just have your best work on there. And if you think that's all your best work, I think some people can get overwhelmed. But at the same time, it's your site. Right. It's your baby. And if you're proud of it and want to have shots up there, then like put them up there. You know, because um, it might speak to different people, right? Some people might be like, "Oh yeah, these are all like traditional great hero stuff." This, this, and this. Oh wait, these are really rad. These are different and abstract, yeah. and and you know, this has a sense of like storytelling. So, for me, my whole site, I want it to be one big story of everything that I've done. So that was that was the main goal for creating. Uh, mine and you know updating everything on mine and then of course linking all that same aesthetic to the print shop you know through darkroom so i wanted there to be a an instant connection there and um yeah i mean that's that was the goal for me and i think it just takes time to understand what that looks like how it should look and then user flow and you know ui ux yeah, man, dude, I, I dig that. And what's wild about putting out prints, like you were talking about Darkroom too, or, or like linking it to there. Uh, but in this current state right now, Darkroom is having so many new photographers jump in and start selling prints and yeah. starting to try to get their work out there. So it's it's such a cool thing because it really shows that they're really relying on community right now to either help them through this or also just yeah. use this as an opportunity with all this downtime to start putting out work. What do you think about freelancers right now or maybe even people that want to be a creative and want to like really make this work, you know, as a as their dream job, but they want to do it and this is the kind of the best time ever to hunker down 
and really start like learning how to edit and, and, and learning how to, you know, maybe do different techniques and, and starting that YouTube channel, what would you say to, to creatives that can use this opportunity to sharpen their skills? I would say just that, you know, use this free time, use this ability to, um, you know, compartmentalize time and efforts into things that you want to do. You know, you can't just do it all. You got to make sure you, you you know, channel that into certain sections. I'm going to do some of this today, some of this, some of this. These are my goals. This is this. Um, and another thing too, I think that goes with that mentality is also having the patience and grace for yourself to know that this is, this is a tough time and it's not just about hunkering down creatively. It's yeah. also a mental, um, you know, maturity level to know that, okay, there's not any income coming in. No one knows exactly what's happening um, because unless you have a small business or LLC, things like that, this government check means nothing, right? For most freelancers, they're not receiving any funds. And so it's those that have normal jobs, W-9s, all that stuff, they'll be receiving money. So it's like, well, you got to have faith that at some point, though, if this keeps up, people have to start spending money. You know, these clients have to start spending money to take their budgets to keep advertising, to keep pushing content because they can't just stay on, you know, this like invisible level of like, yeah, we'll just wait until the end of the year. Like there's no way. That's also going to be a thing where once we all come out of this, money's going to be spent left and right, right for all this stuff. But until then, there's going to be a happy medium between, the, you know, a client or, you know, whoever's hiring to whoever's being hired that there's got to be everything's going to you know work through digitally right there's there's going to be a lot of different crafty scenarios that are going to be played out for people who want to make money and that's currently where I am it's like okay i luckily have had a cushion and have, you know worked really hard last year and in the beginning of this year to have you know been god's blessed me with money right now that i'm okay yeah but it's still moving for the future you know obviously you know rent in la and all that stuff's not going anywhere so that's super expensive and uh you know so rent goes out car payments go out all that stuff go out it's like well no money's coming in that's not going to last that long right even though you're only spending money on food it seems like it's still worrisome to think about all right well when when is when are things gonna like kick off in this era now okay everyone's locked in everyone's locked down how are people going to start spending and making money and so that's been a thought process for me in the side of my head but also understanding that i can only control what i can control right and the rest you know you got to just let it go because that sense of thinking of just like, what if, and this, this, and this doesn't do anything because right now, man, everyone's taking it a day at a time. That's right. all you can do. So I think as a creative, it's important to keep your mind strong because you got to focus on things that you do want to do, what you could do and what you want to do and also what you need to do. So it's just, it's important to understand, uh, yes, now's the time to sharpen those skills and allotting time to, okay, what's for the future? What can I do now? What can I clean up on? Um, things like that. YouTube and Google are right at your fingertips, right? It's insane. So all that knowledge is out there, which is exactly kind of why I wanted to release my base sets during this time is because people do want to learn. And so it's just also tough because you know a lot of people don't want to spend money right now either. So <laughs> I think people are, are probably leaning more towards their um, the free aspect of it which right. is youtube but um yeah it's 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 really crazy time but i i do urge people to dig within themselves 
first and foremost to understand that um, this is a clean slate for a lot of different creatives to finally sit down, take a breath, and start working on things that they really, really want to you know, chase after, endure, and are passionate about. And I think, you know, same for me um, about, you know, different avenues and techniques I can do, things like that, that I can, you know, incorporate mixed media into my work. And how can I start, you know, doing things a bit different or shifting focus or understanding like the volume of my work can change over time? And, and how can I, you know, keep it going that way to keep myself interested and stuff like that. So I think there's, for me, I don't really have an answer as far as income for people at this time because that's just going to be a uh that's just going to be a a wild card for most people some people are going to want to purchase things like prints some people right now might not be buying anything and so uh, for me i have a print shop up not to make money per se it's just to have a print shop up and have all my work that i love on there in case people do want to buy prints or if they mention to me hey um, I'd love to buy this print. Cool. I'll put it up in my shop and I'll send you a link. Uh, you'll be set. You know, it's like having that, that store there is incredible. Um, and so it's not so much that it's just raining in prints. Like, I don't feel like I have that unique of work for people to be like, Oh, this is like the one, you know, yeah. I have a big variety of work, so I don't really count on prints as a source of income. It's just something that happens, you know, in the background, whereas some people might have, you know, 10, 10 pieces up, but as soon as one piece hits, people are buying because they, they just love it. Right. So it's a, uh, it's, I think it's just different for everyone and how they, you know, run their, their business, who they are as a creative, what their work is, all that stuff. So yeah, I just think that time is, is needed for a lot of growth, a lot of just meditation. And it's been nice to slow down though and kind of regroup and understand what's important and yeah. what's not. So it's uh, I think it's just a process, man. Again, one day at a time, and I think people find different answers as time passes. Yeah, man, I couldn't agree more. And you know, it's 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 funny because it is. You're right. Like that's what this time is about. And it's really, honestly, not about like how do I make money right now. And I, sure. I, you know, with that mentality, it, it's scary because it puts yourself in a place where you're expecting to receive either the same income that you have as creative for the last years, months, whatever sure. it may be. And, you know, I just am like totally trying to be comfortable in the fact that like there's going to be no income. And like, if you, if you have expectations, they're going to be crushed and then it's going to cause more stress. It's going to really cause, you know, a lot of emotional things to happen that, that you can avoid by just living day to day and understanding that, that eventually there will be work and there, there might be a lot of work. Like this is a great opportunity to get, you know, together pitch decks and a list of clients and, and, and people you want to reach out to. And if you play your cards, right. Once these floodgates open, you can be like first in line to really have, you know, a lot of great opportunities. So that's, that's what I'm trying to focus on right now. And, you know, I want to ask you, how are you handling your relationships with current clients right now? And how, you know, how are you potentially approaching new clients, if any at all? Like what, what's your situation like for both of those aspects? So I think right now, you know, maintaining clients is just emailing and checking in and saying, Hey, like. Hope everything's going well. Um, I know we're all on pause right now, but just wanted to say hey and keep that the conversation going because people are at kind of a standstill. But I probably had like you know six different projects get canceled, mm-hmm. um, also delayed, pushed, whatever that means. A ton of ton of money lost in those scenarios. Um, but 
doesn't mean that relationship is lost. It just means everything got you know put to a halt. Everything's out of our hands. So it's important to keep that that relationship going because it's technically not about the money. You know, it's about the relationship because that could bring a lot more money. You know, it's just you got to keep um, you got to keep focused on what it's at hand. And so I think that it's important to just uh, to you know stay with those clients, understand that uh, they're kind of in limbo just like you are. And as far as approaching new clients, right now is um, a great time, I think, despite what everybody thinks, to be reaching out to people to understand that, yes, typically your response is going to be like, okay, obviously we're not doing anything right now, but good to know for the future and that's okay because also people right now are like you know what right now would be a great time to start creating some things or starting getting that conversation going because we need content and we need it like yesterday it's just we you know it also depends on this you know the industry what field they're in things like that because you if you don't know you know who you're approaching obviously you shouldn't be approaching them but certain clients are going to have certain material that that can be created within this you know within these boundaries the government has now set us in you know yeah um so i think it's 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 up to you to understand who to go after and who to pitch to and things like that and then also those you can just check in with and, and to maintain that relationship i think it's just a little bit of um you know risk and then also just understanding of what you're doing so it's um I think it's important for people to reach out and just keep those relationships going and say hello and, and just check in because one, you know, everyone's on their emails because there's not a lot going on. Um, yeah. And, it, yeah. you know, everyone that was They'll super busy is now not. Yeah. So it's not like everyone's, oh, now that work's halted, I'm incredibly busy. That's not the case because every single person on the receiving, giving, buying, selling end is all at halt. No one's busy. Yeah. So it's yeah. Just, you know, people have my have busy work, but they're not too busy to get back to you. So I think it's just taking that time, being courteous, you know, not overflowing your questions or demands, or you know, just just uh, pop in there and and you know, read the room. I think is important to understand because if you're just trying to go full force, people are like, "Did you not? Do you not understand the circumstances? Exactly. Like we can't do anything right now." Yeah. So you just got to read the room. Be conscious of what you're doing, what they're doing, who they are, who their demographic is, what your relationship is, all that stuff. So, yeah, um, and just being conscious of that. So, I think it's just it's just having that understanding, man. And and it all depends if you're, you know, a personable person that can just check in and say, hey, appreciate you guys. I will talk to you soon. Hope everyone's staying safe and sound. And you know, or if that's just like too much of a risk for you, it just mm-hmm. depends. Yeah. You know, some people are like that. I'm not like that. I'm very personable. We'll check in and make sure everything's good because, you know, we're all human. We all need each other. That'll do it, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, we really appreciate all of you. Uh, on behalf of Anders, Theo, Dark Room, myself, uh, we're so excited that we get to put out this content and you guys hopefully get to take something from it. Share it with your friends, share it with your loved ones, your family, whatever you do. Uh, we really appreciate it. You can say hey to us at Darkroom. You can say hey to me at Dane Diener and let us know how you like the format, how you like the, the multiple conversations. So again, if you want to look into everybody that was on today, the first guest was Chris Poplowski. You can see him on Instagram at Chris Romes. The second guest, Jessica Kobasi. You can see her on Instagram at Jessica Kobasi and Garrett King. 
You can see his work at Shortstash on Instagram and YouTube and their websites and their prints and, and everything. So I really encourage you guys to go on, check out these creators, look through their stuff and be inspired. All right, you guys, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we will see you guys soon. Thank you.